Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I'm chatting all about how to sync up your life with your dosha. Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I will bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. Today's podcast is brought to you by Evolved and Enlightened Coaching Program. It is a month-long customized immersion into your health needs utilizing Ayurvedic techniques. You will learn how to create lasting health habits, get in touch with your body's natural rhythms, create a fitness program that works for you, and learn more about how to keep your dosha in balance throughout the entire year. So if you want to know more about this coaching program, head on over to andreaclausen.com backslash evolved. I know I said I wanted to start off by recapping my wise woman of winter retreat that I went to with um, Sarah Jenks. But after attending, I definitely feel like the experience is best left close to home. Um, I will definitely say this was the most intense retreat that I've ever been on, but in a good way. And I mean, I can really be summed up by, I guess, these four things. Like, we really did a lot of deep, introspective work. I mean, we went deep on ourselves. Um, We did a lot of meditation. And it was an awesome um, just community. So lots of sisterhood. And then, you know, really goals was also a key um, thing that we kind of tapped into over the weekend. And I do want to share one story because it kind of happened after the retreat. Um, And I would definitely, if anyone is wondering if they should go to one of these retreats. If you want to do some deep work like this, it was definitely, um, that retreat was for that. Uh, She will be running one, I know, in the summer of 2019. uh, And it's going to be a little bit different because we learned a lot about like the seasons and I'm going to share some of that in my teachings as well. Um, But just about how each season, there's just a different play on what's going on in your life. And so winter is the time to kind of go inwards and to do a lot of reflection. So that's why our retreat had a lot of that. The summer retreat will be completely different because summer is a little bit more vibrant of an energy. So it's going to be a different feel than what I went to. So that is just, um, I mean, it was amazing. Like if you have the chance to study with Sarah, I would do it because this this was definitely some um, amazing leadership skills that she hones and she held an amazingly safe space for everyone. So um, that's what I have to say on the retreat. But I do have an awesome story that happened to me, um, you know, kind of while I was over in Boston. So during one of our many meditations, um, we were called to see an older, um, wise woman. And so during my meditation, you know, I actually saw my great grandmother and this, you know, they, during the meditation, they instructed us to have this person give you something. And so again, this is a very, if anyone's done some guided meditations, I love the ones where they're very vague. So we kind of get to paint the picture of what's going on. So it's not like they told us that it was going to be your great grandmother, but that's just who I saw. They didn't say what this person was giving us, but what I saw in my vision was a purple amethyst necklace. Um, I didn't really know why, you know, but it was just bright purple. I just kept seeing purple during my meditation, just a nice vibrant purple. So after it ended, I wanted to look up what a purple crystal meant. Um, and it turns out it's actually the healer of all crystals and it's very healing crystal just in, in general. So ironically, I got called during this retreat to step into my medicine woman power. So, so it's super fitting that purple was what I kept seeing, you know, it was just, it wasn't even a coincidence. Like that is just what I was called to do. And that's what I just kept seeing over and over. Um, so the next day I had planned to go to Salem. And that morning I decided I wanted to get some Reiki done for the first time. 
And um, it's just an energy healing if anyone's ever had Reiki done. Um, I actually had a client do a little bit on me because um, she was learning how to do it. So I had minimal experience with it. So I, that was my only time that I've had it done. And then afterwards, she made me a special tea blend um, after the Reiki session. So I went to the house witch store um, in Salem, and that's where I did my session. And then I also wanted to go to their store. So I walked into their store, and I my only thing that I really wanted to purchase from the store was a purple amethyst necklace. And during my morning meditation that morning, I had written down, I am going to find a necklace at this store. So I'm looking around the store and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to find a necklace here. I didn't see any necklaces. It was, um, you know, I saw a lot of books and candles, but no necklaces. And then a woman moved um, over to the side and there were the necklaces. And there was only a few. I mean, there was maybe five different kinds of necklaces. And sure enough, there were two purple amethyst necklaces <laughs> hanging there. And so, um, you know, I picked both of them up and decided on the one that I chose uh, was one, you know, very much like what I saw in that vision the day before. So to me, like that was a really cool experience and just shows you the power of meditation and intention and divine forces. So for me, I believe in God. So God and the universe, whatever you call it, everything kind of coming together. And I thought that was such a beautiful way for me to kind of wrap up my retreat experience by, um, you know, going up there and getting Reiki done and finding this necklace and just being called to this event. So, um, you know, that was pretty much in a nutshell, my retreat experience. It was just a definite, um, you know, I wouldn't say out of body, but it was definitely a divine intervention happening during this retreat. So that's what I wanted to share about the retreat and, um, you know, kind of not really a smooth transition, but now on to today's topic um, of living in sync with your dosha, because I figured, you know, living in sync, um, you know, is basically what I did at this retreat. And one of the ways I really wanted to step into and tap into this is understanding how the doshas play such a vital role in our lives. Because uh, as I was learning about the seasons and the moon cycles and then our own cycles and just how it all syncs up. And I'm like, wow, this is such a cool um, just kind of overlay of how our bodies are so so smart, the women's body. I mean, it's it's amazing. And so one of the things that I've studied is the doshas and how they relate to the seasons. So I just wanted to add one more layer onto this. So I'm going to start with the doshas, and then I will teach you guys a little bit more about how to tune into your body um, with the moon cycles and then with our own cycles and what we should be doing. And taking it one step farther, just because I do have the fitness background, I want to talk about um, what exercise you should be doing as well during certain times of the month. So, um, you know, I really, I, I, I've discovered this has been mind-blowing for me to really um, see the profound effects that this has had on me. Because I can exactly see where I'm at in my cycle, in the season, in the moon, all of it. And it really makes so much more sense as to why we have certain feelings during, you know, maybe on the 17th of every month, you're like, oh, I'm always frustrated. Or, um, you know, maybe every full moon, you can't sleep. There's reasons behind it. So um, let's kind of dive into the dosha side of it. So again, your doshas are our mind body type. And um, they are the vata, pitta and kapha. And if you want to know more, like really deep dive into what they are, um, you can find that over on episode 79 of the podcast. And so I really broke down each dosha. Um, and this is kind of more of a level two training today. So think of it, um, if you need to refresh or go back to 79. And even if you go through the show notes, just to kind of refresh what they are, um, I would do that. 
So I'm going to start off, though, talking about vata. Now, the vata is, um, according to the seasons, that happens in the late fall and winter is the vata time of year. So when we think about that, it's an easy time to become ungrounded. Uh, the change in the weather, the schools starting again, uh, the holidays. It's just a busy time of year for many people. And then, um, you know, after the holidays, it really just is dark. <laughs> you know, we kind of fall into that lull. So it's easy to kind of become out of sync with that vata dosha and we can become more scattered in our thoughts. We can become ungrounded. We can become kind of depressed, um, which is definitely a kapha side of things. So we've all been kind of out of sync with our vata dosha before, and it can show up in forms of illness um, or feeling just kind of scattered. So we've all had that feeling of when we are talking on our phone and telling our friend, I'm coming, I'm coming. I just got to find my phone. I don't know where it is. And your friend is like, um, you're on your phone. And you're like, oh gosh, yes. So that is a that is a sure sign way or surefire way to show, okay, I'm out of sync with my vata dosha because I'm just so scattered. I'm so out of sorts. Um, after traveling, vata usually gets a little out of sync. So I always know... Um, you know, after flying into Boston, I was definitely out of sync. My vata was just, you know, vibing on a different level. And so um, having someone to kind of ground you back down. So um, one of the gals that I had roomed with was a very grounding personality. And so she kind of grounded me down just by her presence. And so that can happen. So we might notice that we're out of sync when we're around someone who is really connected. So what can we do to kind of remedy it? So if we feel that our vata is going a little out of sync, um, here are some tips to, you know, kind of come back down. Vatas thrive on routine. So this, these are tips, no matter if you're a vata, pitta, or kapha. Because remember, we have all three doshas in us, and all three doshas can become out of sync. So no matter if you are a pitta, your vata can go out of sync. So um, if you notice that you're a little scattered, a little out of sorts, routine is key. So hence why vata really goes out of sorts when they're traveling because there is no routine typically when we travel. Uh, nourishing your body three times a day at the same time creates grounding in that body and then just kind of mental direction because vatas again can get scattered and so sometimes they do, if they don't know where their next meal is coming from, they get ungrounded. They become um, really obsessed with, okay, when am I eating next? You know, am I gonna starve? We just kind of go into that survival mode at that point. Um, as far as what to eat, more nuts, seeds, and oils to help balance the lightness of the body and more spices due to the cold nature of their system. So this would be um, if you're really, so for me, I'm a pitta, but I happen to always run cold. So warming spices to some degree do me well. You know, I always know when I overdo it. So that's also when paying attention to our bodies. So maybe you're a vata and you always run hot then warming spices might not be great, but there are some other spices like turmeric maybe you can have instead and some ginger, um, you know, cumin, coriander, what kind of grounds you down. And then in general, food should be taken in warm, oily, and spiced. So a cold salad in the middle of winter is actually not ideal because our bodies can't digest it properly. And that can help, that kind of helps with the ungrounding of the vata dosha. So those grounding foods, those root vegetables are really great um, especially soups. That's why soups are so key in the winter, just because it helps ground us down. Daily hot baths or external oil massages help 
help us feel nourished. Um, and so that really helps us to stay grounded again. So if you don't want to do a bath every day, maybe you just have one day a week where you do a nice nourishing bath and then you do some, um, maybe you put some lavender oil on your feet and give yourself a foot rub before you go to bed. Um, I really love my friend, Rachel, um, from Blue Moon Elise. She has some amazing lavender essential oil blended. And I usually put that on after I get out of the shower and I find it grounds me instantly. And then another key for the Vata Dosha is early to bed. So making sure that you're getting to bed on time. Um, so again, ideally around the same time and before 10 is key. Yoga practice actually will help um, ground people down. But with yoga, trying to focus on your breath and not so much the intense Ashtanga or the hardcore vinyasa classes. It's going to be more of your yin classes, your restorative classes, a hatha class, just to kind of help bring you back into focus. And then meditation, of course, is awesome. Uh, getting outside in touch with nature, uh, just making sure you're layering up because it's colder, obviously, in the winter months. So layer up and get outside and um, get in touch with nature, and that will help ground you as well. Now, um, onto the pitta dosha. So the pitta dosha thrives on fire, and that's the element. Um, and pitta is also associated with water, ironically, as well. But um, again, even if you're not a pitta, we do have pitta inside of us. You just might not have as much of it, but you can get out of sync with it. Um, this dosha is the one that helps keep us motivated and focused, and it also causes us to become really burnt out or angry. Um, and summer is the pitta time of year. So that's when the heat really aggravates that pitta dosha. Um, so understanding how to stay in balance is definitely key. Not getting hangry, because that's also a pitta quality. So, um, you know, our pitta, we've all experienced that. You know, we've all experienced that hangry feeling or that, you know, maybe not everyone's feel burnt, you know, felt burnout before, but burnout is a pitta feeling from just overdoing being overproductive. So some remedies to kind of keep that pitta, balance, pitta in balance. And again, pitta it happens during the summer. So that's their season. Pitta season is summer because it's associated with that fire and that's that heat. So daily nature walks to give you space and perspective. Um, pittas really need to get outside because that is just where they thrive. And again, if it's summer and it's hot and you're a pitta and you don't like the heat, go early morning or late at night after the sun is down. Um, and that will kind of help ease you or ground you down into your routines. Lunch should be the new dinner. So lunch, this is no matter for any dosha, but especially for pittas, you know, having your biggest meal um, be at lunch. So that way you don't get that hangry feeling. You feel nourished and you're not, um, you know, thinking I'm going to rip someone's head off because I haven't had a lunch. You know, we've all had that where all of a sudden it's three o'clock and we haven't eaten anything since 7 a.m. and we're just starving. Um, and so trying to avoid that is key. Beans are actually really cooling and good for pittas to digest. And then in general, spicy foods and alcohol are going to aggravate the pitta dosha. So in the summer, it's really hard for pittas actually to have, um, you know, alcohol because it really does flare up that pitta. So paying attention to that, if you're a pitta and you notice that maybe after a day of drinking, you just get really angry the next morning or your face gets all flushed or red that next morning. Um, and that's, that means your pitta is aggravated. And then you need to have a little bit more cooling foods, you know, go outside and get back to your routines. Self-care is key for pittas as well. Daily um, reflection and gratitude practice at the end of the day is also going to help pittas stay a little bit more calm. 
And then plants and greens in particular are go-to meal options for pittas. So this can be salads are actually okay for pittas because pittas have the strongest digestion. Now I say all of this with, you might be a pitta and your digestion might not be the strongest. Myself, I'm included in that. Um, so I have a digestion more similar to a vata. So knowing that, I have to be careful of how many salads or how much salad or just in general if I'm going to enjoy a salad or not because maybe my body's not going to digest this and I don't want to have to, you know, work through those issues. So you know your body best and just kind of tuning into that. Um, that's what I would recommend for the pittas. And again, this would be in the summertime of year uh, to enjoy those salads. Even in the winter, salads aren't the best because it's not that warming because remember during the winter time of year, we're into that vata season. So hopefully this isn't too confusing, but hopefully you kind of are starting to get an idea. And again, this takes time. This takes a lot of time to learn and understand. Um, so if you're kind of like, whoa, I might have to listen to this a few times to understand it. I mean, totally. I've, I've went through many, many hours of training um, to really understand and grasp this. So just take it what it is and just kind of start to incorporate this and try some of these things on and just see how they feel. That's pretty much what my advice would be. But we do have one more dosha to talk about, and that is the kapha dosha. So that is associated with water and earth. So kapha is the very um, grounded dosha. So, um, you know, sometimes they're a little too grounded. And these are the people where you can just instantly tell. They're the people you just want to give them a hug. They're just so earthy. They're just so chill. Um, you know, and during the, the time of year, this actually happens to be late winter. And then spring is the time of year of kapha. So the kapha dosha is usually associated with like congestion in the lungs or that nasty spring cold that usually is kapha related. And kapha can be found as imbalanced um, when we start to lack motivation. So that's when we start, we have a little bit too much kapha going. Uh, maybe you just want to sleep all day. That's a little bit too much kapha. And so um, if we need to, like if we have a Netflix binge all weekend long and then that Monday rolls around and we don't want to do anything, then we've you know, we really flared up our kapha. And so we need to get a little bit more pitta going into our life. Um, and that's kind of how you kind of stay in balance with all three of these is just noticing, oh, yeah, I really am tired. I don't want to do anything. All right, what do I need to do to get myself going? Well, typically to remedy the excess kapha, movement is actually the first thing you should do. So um, just adding a little bit more movement, doing a little bit more vigorous yoga practice, you'd go for more of a vigorous walk. Um, weightlifting is totally fine. A HIIT training, um, kaphas really like that intensity, even though they don't want to do it when they're sitting on the couch. Um, and we've totally all been there where we're like, uh, workout sounds not great, but I know I should. And then once you do it, you're like, that feels amazing. I feel hundred percent better. That's that kapha dosha kind of evening itself out again. Um, decluttering helps kapha because kaphas tend to collect things. Uh, stimulating your senses daily. So exploring new places, sights, sounds, colors. So kaphas really like that variety. They like to see the change in their scenery. They like to try new things. They also like to go to bed. So making sure that they sleep six to eight hours versus 10 hours as they might think that they need. So kind of trying to backtrack their sleep and maybe just going to bed from six to eight hours rather than really, you know, 12 hours a night. Chewing on fennel instead of snacking um, or sipping on hot water or toasted fennel seeds are actually what you should be doing after you eat because kaphas also tend to be the grazers and they'll want to snack all day. Um, so trying to kind of even that out with a little bit more of the hot water um, and then the toasted fennel seeds. 
They want to digest your meals before you ingest your next meal. So I'll say that again. You want to digest your meal before you ingest your next meal. Because again, kaphas tend to graze. Um, and that's, see, I used to be a grazer as well. So I'm, I'm really close to being tridosha, which means you have all three equal. And it's very rare. Very, very rare. Usually you have two, a main one and a secondary dosha. Um, but for whatever reason, I have almost evenly across because I can also relate to this. I totally am a grazer. I love to graze all day, um, but it is not good for my digestion. So making sure that we fully have digested our meal before we even think about having another meal. And then finally, we need to decongest. So using a neti pot, um, that's awesome, especially in the springtime. So again, those kapha, you know, the lungs, that congestion that can come up, the colds, using that neti pot in that springtime to help kind of keep that cold away and to combat some of that kapha illnesses that might be coming up. So um, those are kind of the three that I have. So just to recap, so we can kind of um, stay in tune with those, our vata dosha is usually the late fall and winter time of year. Our pitta is the summer and our kapha is going to be late winter and spring. And you can really feel it when those doshas switch because that actually is when sicknesses happen. You know, we always say at the change of the season, it is the change of the season and it's also kind of that change of the dosha season. And so that's where we can see exactly which dosha starts triggering and, you know, the summer, those intense migraines and those headaches can come on and that's a pitta thing, you know, and those runny, nasally colds, congestion is the kapha thing. And then the vata tends to be more that tension headache. So it's really interesting once you've studied these to see, oh yeah, that totally makes sense why this is coming up at this time of year. So um, honoring yourself, honoring your body. I always say treat the dosha that's feeling out of balance and you don't necessarily, so even if you are a pitta, but you're having a kapha imbalance, you would treat the kapha imbalance before you do anything that is related to your dosha. So treat your imbalance before you treat your actual dosha things that you have going on. So again, hopefully that's not too confusing. And if you're like, whoa, this is a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. I do have a nicely, um, nice show notes. So I typed all of that out for you guys because um, I wanted you guys to be able to have something to kind of reference. And that's just at andreaclawson.com backslash podcast 123. And you can see all of these recommendations and what you should do and which season each dosha is in. Um, and that's, you can also take the quiz over too. So if you haven't taken a quiz and you don't know what dosha you are, you can just find the quiz and it's linked on this page as well. So my weekly challenge, because I always got to leave you guys with a weekly challenge, is going to be to notice if one of your doshas is feeling a little out of balance. And if one is, you're going to pick a remedy that's going to help you feel a little bit more in balance. So what, it, what might be feeling a little out of whack? And then how are you going to get yourself back on track? So that is your homework. And it really is about tuning in and listening to what's going on with your body. So I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And Feel free to let me know if you guys have any questions or if you want to explore this a little bit deeper. Um, I do have, I have a new program. It's a month long program called Evolved and um, it is, it's awesome. Like I am really excited for this. So I've never done a month long program before and I just felt called to because sometimes, um, you know, we have to explore and see, okay, am I going to like this Ayurveda thing? Um, so Evolved and Enlightened, it's a coaching program that's just a month long and it's it's an immersion into Ayurvedic habits. And so if you guys want to try some of these habits on or want something that's specifically geared towards you, 
um, you can definitely check that out. Um, and that's just at andreaclawson.com backslash evolved. And um, I have a special running now through the end of the month, um, through the end of January, I should say, in case you're listening to this later. And it's going to be um, an introductory offer because this is the first time I'm doing it. And I definitely want to give you guys um, a little discounted rate if you want to hop in there early and just kind of really deep dive into your dosha and into Ayurveda with me. Um, I'm really excited for this. So if you guys want to work one-on-one with me uh, just for a month, check this program out. See if it's a right fit for you. Um, as always, email me, Instagram me, whatever, and I will answer any questions that you guys might have about that. All right? But I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and I will be back next week with an amazing interview uh, with Jill Coleman. So um, we are going to chat mindset and fitness mindset and more um, amazing things next week. So everyone, go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the Peaceful Power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.